Welcome to the Win Win Evangelism Podcast. My name's Tina Waldrum. I'm the Director of Evangelism in Australia and have over 30 years of experience training and equipping people in this field. Every interview and episode on this podcast is designed to help you become more assured and equipped to share Jesus in relevant ways. Day in and day out, I'm creating content to help believers in this space and all the while reaching my own world for Jesus. During this podcast, I'll introduce you to some amazing guests that will share their knowledge and experience. Together, we'll grow in our ability to share Jesus with our world. Welcome to the show. We're here to win, win, win. Welcome to the Win Win Evangelism podcast. My name's Tina Waldron from Evangelism in Australia. I've got a really interesting personal story for you today from my guest and my guest name is Vivian Yearn. Vivian's located in Sydney and we're talking about designing destiny, a graphic designer's quest in the Philippines. It's an intriguing story. Welcome to you, Vivian. Hi, Tina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's great to have you along and I love being able to hear these incredible stories that are going on in our nation. So there's this story that starts with you being a graphic designer to ending up in the Philippines and ongoing. So let's talk about you first. How did you get into graphic designing and what did that look like? So ever since I was little, I love uh, creating cards. So I just, I guess I've always had that creative um I don't know, mine, uh, ever since I was a little girl. So when I was growing up, I was like, yeah, I want to be a freelancer. I don't know why. I just always wanted to like, you know, work from home so I can have my, you know, time and just be flexible in everything I do. So when I was thinking about what to do at uni, that's what I went um, and did. So I did a visual communication degree and I did graphic design work for uh, a few years. And then actually during COVID, I had to pivot. <laughs> like many people during COVID, uh, we had to kind of just pivot and think about what we needed to do to survive. Because uh, I actually had a wedding stationery business and weddings were not happening, Tina. <laughs> Unfortunately, the world stopped, right? For many of us. And for some reason, I just had people asking me, to help them with their website. I did it during uni and I did a little bit of it the last few years before COVID, but for me to focus on it, it was never something that I wanted to do. But anyways, my friends asked me to help them with it and I did one and then another friend started asking me and I kind of just started doing them. And I was like, I really enjoy websites. I felt like I was able to you know, create something really special online that I can help people with their businesses. So this is what I did. Long story short, coming back to like February last year, I had an opportunity to go to the Philippines. Tina, I've always wanted to, you know, go on a mission trip. And for me, I always thought it would be Africa. I don't know, like I've read many books, I've listened to podcasts, and I always thought I'll go to Africa for my first trip, you know, to visit my uh, sponsor children and whatnot. But it was the Philippines. And for me, I was like, oh, I don't know, like I want to go to Africa, but I just saw it as an opportunity and I thought, yep, I'm going to give it a go. And I went on the trip in February and it was only a two-week trip. When I was there, I was helping with the children's ministry because I had, you know, experience with the children's ministry at my church. 
and I wanted to use what I was able to do with my hands. So that's what I did. And when I was there, I really felt like we were changing their lives. Obviously, yes, they could see uh, like we're different. We're bringing things to them, helping them because basically it's a medical mission trip. You know, we give them free humanitarian aid and, you know, health education and all that kind of stuff. When I was there, I really felt like God was saying he still loves them just to stay. And that really touched my heart because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like all the kids here, even us here in Australia, we have so much. And a lot of us are not even happy, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that was a very amazing trip for me. So and when I was there, I really wanted to spend some time thinking about what I want to do next in my life because I actually felt like I would, like I want to stay there and we'll just do this thing, you know, like this mission thing. But I really felt like God was saying, just pray about it and wait. And we don't like waiting, do we? <laughs> but no, I did. And it took me about two weeks to think about things and pray about things because I really didn't want it to be just another phase. Um, cause you know, oftentimes people come back from a mission trip, they can be in that mission bubble and they want to come back and save the world. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to just spend some time and pray about it. And I did. And I really felt like God was saying, yes, this is the next step I want you to do. So yeah, I really want to get more involved with this humanitarian aid work. And I also felt that to contact the organization that I already went on with. So it's through GAIN, which is Global Aid uh, Network Australia. And they're actually a humanitarian arm under uh, Power to Change. So I'm a Power to Change missionary um, serving with GAIN. It's just been an amazing journey um, so far to be able to just learn about what a missionary does in this organization. Yeah, I guess fast forward a few uh, weeks when I was kind of just going through the interview and application because... Yeah, after having the conversation with the director, just thinking about what I can get involved with. This conversation I have to share with you, Tina. <laughs> when I was on the phone with him, he was sharing about what I can get involved with and what are the needs and whatnot in the organization. And But for me, what really stood out was, and when he was sharing this, he said, you know, there are people that are called to contribute financially and there are people that are called to be on the field. And, you know, the last part really resonated with me. So at the end of the call, I was like feeling so overwhelmed and excited at the same time because I really felt like that's what God wanted me to do. Mm. And when I was on the call with my friend, oh, actually, I was texting her on the phone because I was on the way to, uh, actually, I was on the way to Queensland at that time. And I was sitting between two strangers, but I was trying to tell my friend what happened, you know, with the call and everything. She was saying, yeah, I've always seen you in ministry. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why I've always seen you because I know you've got a heart for people and all that. And I was like, oh, really? I never see myself in ministry because I never saw myself working for church. Mm. <laughs> My mindset was just like ministry is just at church. Um, so anyways, when I was telling her, I was also just bawling my eyes because I really felt like this is, you know, the Holy Spirit was really prompting me. Like I really felt like this was the next step for me. And you know, I was sitting between two strangers and they're probably thinking, what the heck is going on with her? Because <laughs> I was crying. and But God was really speaking to me, Tina, about this is the next step for me and I have to step into it. Because when I was talking to two other friends around that time, I was talking to this friend about oh, going to Asia and all the countries that I want to go and help and you know, see. 
And she was saying, oh, I never have a desire to go to Asia. And for me, I was like, oh, I do. And then another friend was saying, I never really think about the poor. And for me, I was like, oh, I do. I thought every Christian thinks about those things. And apparently not. So I think that really made me think about maybe that's a desire that God put in my heart for a reason. And I really need to pursue that. Yes. So that's where I am now. Like I, you know, I have gone for an interview and I am now a, you know, a professional missionary. Uh, I'm still raising funds for my uh, part-time work uh, because with Power to Change, it's a self-funded organization. So we have to raise our own funds to start our ministry. So I am in the middle of my support raising, you know, journey, raising my own ministry partners so we can all, you know, do amazing things around the world. So I'm about, I'm about halfway through that. Mm, So interesting. What an incredible story of just having a bucket list thing that you wanted to do to go to the Philippines and then stepping into that, but it developing into so much more, which is often how God works. He doesn't at times show us everything when we're saying yes to something. If we knew everything that was behind that decision, we probably wouldn't have gone thinking, oh my gosh, this could cost me my life to keep serving in this nation. Did you as a child have any desires or things in your heart that you wanted to engage in the mission field or reach people in poverty? That was never my initial dream as a child. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I guess I like helping people, but that was never really like my main thing, right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. And are you wanting to go to the Philippines and do you see yourself serving there full time or are you seeing this as like a, you know, a part time, you're going in and out of the country and then continuing with your business? Yeah, so at the moment, I feel like God is calling me to do this part-time. Um, I do have a business in web design, as I mentioned earlier, and I feel like that's also my ministry per se. And yeah, at the moment, I am going to start uh, as a part-time missionary. So I'll be dedicating three days a week working on you know, communication and projects and going on trips. Uh, so we have one coming up at, you know, at the end of the month in February. Uh, we're going to the southern Philippines. And then we also have other countries that we do go to as well, like there's India, Cambodia, and another new location this year in Vietnam, which I'm hoping to go as well. So I am not based in those countries. Originally, I thought, oh, like, it's kind of strange that I'm a missionary, but not living in those countries, right? Like, it's kind of, it's it's different. But I actually see how God has been using me here sharing with you, obviously, Tina, now, and sharing with so many people one-on-one and in a few weeks, hopefully in a group setting as well, just to share about what God has done in my life in those short two weeks last year. Because when I share, you know, when I had to share my story on social media, because I wanted to just let people know my, you know, update. And I actually really was encouraged by this client who's not even a Christian, she saw my post and she was like, I was really inspired by your post. And now I want to do pro bono like service for some of the people in my life. And she's a coach. And I was just like, what? Like God is using me to speak to people in that sphere. And I know I've always had heart for business as well. So I really am excited also to 
get into the economic empowerment projects as well in the future when I'm fully funded uh, with GAIN, because this is also something that we would love to do as well for other countries in the world. Currently, there's only like a number, like a handful of them that we are working with, but we need more people. So I am really passionate about that space. So I'm really excited to marry that, you know, my skills and passion to help more women to be financially independent and free from debt and also start their own businesses, you know, if that's what they feel like they want to do for their family and the community. And yeah, I'm very excited, Tina. <laughs> I just want to get started. got some great news today. Our Shared Jesus membership is making a huge difference. We trialled the concept in 2023 and I'm excited to be able to invite you today to join our community. Inside the membership, you'll receive the weekly information and support you need to share your faith with ease. I cannot wait to meet you personally in that community. It's great value, but registration is closing soon. So please go and check it out, www.sharejesus.com I love this concept of, or you use the term, the part-time missionary, because I think that that's something that we can consider more. Like you think of stopping your whole life and giving your whole life to serve overseas, but you're presenting what the Lord's called you to, and a great model a part-time model where you're actually continuing on at this stage with your business, where you're helping business entrepreneurs design websites. I love that. I love your website, by the way, and I'm going to have links for people to go to that, vivianyearn.com. But I love this beautiful blend because you're also a bit of a light to all of those people that your business is working with and, and reaching out to, like that woman said. So do you think that you gotta you like the mix of the three days, the part-time missionary? And do you think you'll stay there or do you think you're gonna move full time? What's your preference? I don't know. Like I, I was talking to God. I was like, I really love what I do with my clients and the creative side of things. But you know what? When God calls you to do something, you kind of need to just step into it, right? Like otherwise, he'll always come uh, come back and get you <laughs> in the nicest sense. You know, we know Jonah, he wanted to go the other way and God brought him back with a fish. So he will definitely have a way to bring you back. So I was thinking when people ask me, I often say like, if God provides me full-time um, funds, you know, I will do it. Um, at the moment, I'm still halfway through my part-time fundraising. I still see myself in both because I really do see my influence in the web design world and just the clients that I've been able to help. I love being able to help them, you know, get their business online so they can help people that they want to help. So in some sense, I'm still helping people help people. I absolutely love that. And I love this thought that ever since you were young, you had that creative edge that you were saying at the beginning of our interview today and how that's still there and articulating itself through your website. I remember my mum telling me, Vivian, years ago, how actually it was probably when I first had my first child, which was quite some time ago. But I remember her telling me that ever since I was little, I always said, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a teacher. Now, I didn't know Jesus at this time, but that was in me. And still to this day, that's what I'm doing. I'm teaching in some format. Obviously, it's all around this world of evangelism now, but I've always been doing that. So 
it is interesting what is in our hearts, even as young people, whether we know the Lord or not, how God continues to use that. Yeah, it's so true, Tina. Like, I often feel a bit unfulfilled, like every few years before I find myself here now. And I love what I do. I serve at church. I sponsor children. And, I, you know, I love helping people and I love my business through that, as, uh, doing that as well. But I often felt like there's just something missing. Every few years I'll think about, okay, what am I supposed to do on this earth? And I always go back to basics, you know, what's in my hand, right? And for me, it's like, okay, these are the skills I've got, the creative things that I can do for people. And how amazing is that I can also help this organization now with their website because I never saw myself how can I explain to people that this is what I'm doing and also support me because I'm a missionary but I'm kind of here (laughs) but I remember just thinking oh you know what I heard about this podcast which is amazing podcast about missionary uh, life and their you know support raising but they talk about if you don't have a website how do you get people to know what's going on how do they know how can they support you online right because we still need those tools and resources. So for me, I'm using my skills to make sure the website's fast enough. There's information on there that people know what, you know, what's coming up in terms of trips and appeals, what are we supporting? And then making sure like the whole process is seamless. So that's also something that I see myself helping so that I can help, say, the organization to raise more funds, to get more people know about what we're doing around the world. So it's just the little things that we don't see ourselves as the frontline missionary, but this is so important to make sure the word get out there, right? And we actually had a uh, Taste of India event uh, last, what was it, last July, because we have a trip to India in August, um, but not, a lot of people can go on that trip just for you know, many reasons. So often it's just the Indian passport holders or that, you know, they can go. But we can do fundraising event, right? And it's amazing that we were able to pull off something in just a few weeks, but raise a few thousand dollars that we can just send over there. But without this, our website, without the online social media side of things, we needed the word to get out through some medium. And that's what helped us to do that. And that trip alone, you know, just by the eighth day, we were able to see about 4,000 people medically. And as a result of that, we, you know, there was a church planted there. So it's amazing what we can do just on the other side of the world. Because if I'm there full time, I might not be able to do all that. Just, I just feel like my help and assistance is different when I'm here. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does. It, you know, it's a total inspiring story because it's kind of like, it's this whole integration of life and your story demonstrates to me how God integrates everything in our lives of what he's done and, and brings them together for the work of mission evangelism. And, and I just love this. I love the story. And if you're listening today, I would just encourage you to ask the questions of how has God wired you and how can he be using that more to reach people for Christ, whether it's in Australia where we're recording from or whether it's somewhere overseas. But to start asking that question, who knows, maybe God's calling you to this part-time missionary type concept as well. 
So it's a fascinating discussion. Vivian, we've just got a couple of minutes left. What do you want to say? What do you want people to know about your story that you haven't told us so far? For me, I guess, because I'm going to the Philippines in or less than, or about two weeks' time, for me, what really touched me was when I was in the Philippines, we saw about a thousand people like medically and about 600 people got saved. And to me, that's incredibly amazing experience to be there just for like a short two week trip, but we were able to see so many salvations. And afterwards, like people there would follow up and, you know, make sure people get connected to churches and all that. But these numbers won't be possible if we don't have a team there to give medical aid and help with, you know, different things over there to just let them see what we can do as Christians, you know, because we're not something that, you know, come and then are you Christian and it will give you free help, you know, free uh, medical aid. It's anyone can come and get medical aid and then afterwards we give them the chance to receive Christ if they want to. And just that two-week trip changed my life, but I also know that two-week trip also changed a lot of people's life in that, you know, those cities, province and whatnot, because they were able to get what they are not normally able to get in terms of healthcare. And if you don't see yourself you know, going to the Philippines or any Asia countries or any other countries for a mission trip, maybe think about how you can contribute like financially as well, because we do need funds to get ourselves there, to get medication there, to just run things in general. And we definitely are a little bit short of people <laughs> on this trip. It just after COVID, it's just been tough, right? Like just getting people out there again. But if you still feel like you want to help out, like, I'll get Tina to, you know, include the links in the show notes and whatnot. But just would love you to think about how you contribute, like financially, come as, you know, in person um, to, on a trip. We would love to have you. Like, I'm not like a medical professional, but I was able to help in areas that they need help. So come and just see what God can do. And he will surprise you in that little two weeks. And yeah, always need your prayers too. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely amazing and some great ways that we can all be involved and to consider ourselves what God's doing in our own lives. So vivianyearn.com, spelled V-I-V-I-A-N, yearn is Y-E-U-N-G, vivianyearn.com. Vivian, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Tina. Thanks for having me.